Welcome to this episode of the 9420 podcast, where we talk about the music that we love and the industry that we tolerate. Nothing is wrong, nothing is right, but nothing is clear. And nobody wins, nobody waits, cause nobody knows what's real. And how could you be so cruel? How could you let me think that you were happy to be there, waiting around? Love. Just when I believed in you, you did just what I thought you'd do. Now I'm here. But 
morning, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the 9420 Podcast. That song that you just heard was End Love by Charlie Dog. So, Carl, why don't you tell us a little bit about that song since Charlie Dog is you? I am Charlie Dog. That's true. I'll tell you a funny story about Charlie Dog. Um, this is the most ridiculous thing. The reason why I became Charlie Dog, should I tell the story? Does it matter? Well, I think it's relevant. Well, well, Go the reason for why it. I became- Back, you know, back in like the in the eighties, I was in this kind of power pop band, kind of like a replacements. If you remember what that band was like, kind of power pop punky. I was had attitude. I used to anyway. One day, I used to do crazy stuff like baptize the audience and throw water at everybody. And so one day, I, I, during a performance, I, I, I threw some water at a glass, and a glass broke, and someone cut their foot. And it was this whole big thing. It was too violent. So um, this guy Pat Kenny who owned all these clubs in the city, like the Bitter End and the and the Kenny's Castaways and the Cat Club and stuff. He banned he banned me from those clubs. You know, we couldn't play anymore. So th- and that's how the band kind of broke up because I was literally banned. The band was banned. Anyway, so so about three or four years later, I, I want to start doing this acoustic solo thing, you know? And I um I said I can't go as my own name, maybe because because back then I used to have I used to have short hair, but now I had long hair, and I think if I maybe I change my name, they won't they won't you know they won't uh, recognize me. So anyway, I um so my name is Carl, so I figured you know derivative Carl Charlie, and then my friend at the time who, who since died used to call me Hey Dog, that was my nickname. So I figured Charlie Dog, it's cute dogs, you know. Anyway, and that was it. I became Charlie Dog. And I started using that name, you know, and uh, and that's how that became. And why am I even telling this story? <laughs> uh, that, that's actually, I mean, it's fairly apropos and relevant because, I mean, I think what we wanted this podcast to be about is like maybe a little mini celebration, maybe taking a breath about um, why we created it. We This is the 20th episode and... Uh, we were going to talk a little bit. We're going to reminisce a little bit about oh, but, oh, yeah, but I remember the podcast, right? But so, I remember the story as to why I brought up the Charlie Dog thing. But um, the reason why I brought up Charlie Dog is because, so I, I went as Charlie Dog is in my solo career for a while, you know, and literally, you know, I, I did, you know, I, I got a manager. I even got some publishing deals. They did some stuff as Charlie Dog. Anyway, um, and I did that record, you know, that song of that record, Grey and Love. And uh, the funny, st- the first time I went to Nashville, this is a funny story, because um, you uh, uh, you had flown me down to to Nashville the first time, I think, back in the right. So I remember going down there, and my first trip, right? I did the whole thing. And Gary came down, a friend, a friend of ours came down there and met me because he lives in Florida. So we met there, converged in Nashville. So I bought a hat. I bought like a th- a big like uh, a a cowboy hat and I bought boots, right? I had my guitar. I did the whole thing. I bought a hat, you know, and I used to have my long hair back then. So I remember when I, when I left Nashville for the first time for the, that first week trip, I'm in the airport, right? And literally on my ticket, because I used to go by that name and said, Charlie dog. So anyway, so when they're boarding the plane, I remember this one woman goes and she, and she sees me walking and takes my ticket. And she, and I had the cowboy hat and the long hair and the guitar and the boots. And she goes to her friend, you know who that is? That's Charlie Dog. <laughs> like I was the famous country star. But the way she said it, she goes, hey, you know who that is? That's Charlie Dog. <laughs> Isn't that? It was so Isn't that strange? It was ridiculous, man. I loved it. Yeah. 
But anyway, well, that's a, I mean, it's completely apropos that you tell the story because I think with, this is our what twentieth episode of the podcast, right. and yeah, I mean, uh, number twenty. And you guys emailed and said, "Hey, let's uh, let's put some of our favorite music from the past twenty episodes in this episode, and let's actually celebrate a little bit the idea that we've actually lasted that long." And I, I thought that was a good idea, but I was thinking about it before I chose a song that I thought. Um, is representative of of what we've been doing and what we tried to do. Really, the inspiration for this podcast is your music, Carl. So, or at least it's, that's my inspiration for it. So, I think it's great that uh, that you played. It's one of my favorite tracks. And maybe one uh, day, maybe one day soon, hopefully, I I I may finally have some new stuff. So that could be fun. Wouldn't that be cool? I think we did. We meet in 1994. I I met yeah, you. Did we, did, did, I didn't did know we your ever name. Explain was why Carl. the name is 9420. We we exactly. did in the yeah. in the first episode. You guys did explain it, but it could yeah. be fun to reminisce down memory lane. Well, we, well, I'll just tell my little bit of it. Is that remember? I remember that one day we used to when when Greg and I first met. You know, we went to like. Um, Bongo Java in Belmont, right across from Belmont. That, that was our, our our first little place we used to go. I used to love it there. And the old Bongo, when they had the real, the, the, the porch and the outside and stuff. And yep. uh, so we sit there and like, I remember Gary, I have some of it on film. Gary used to film us, remember? Because he just had that high eight camera. And, uh, and that was in 94. So then about, so then like, you know, I go back and forth to Nashville. So I guess a few months back, I guess back in, Whatever it was, but I guess back in February or March, or whatever it was, I think it was March because I, I think it's the last time I've, I've been in Nashville. Um, we met, you know, just just for, yeah, every once in a while we meet at, at Bongo Java, right? So I'm sitting in there. Greg runs in. I got it. I got it. What? We'll, we should do a podcast, and we just do and and he, and he just goes through the whole thing, and then we don't know what do you want to call it. What do you want to call it? I don't know. Uh, uh, I, know, I was coming out of the bathroom, and he wrote ninety four twenty. I go, well, what's that? He goes, well, we met in 94, and now it's 2020. So 9420. I, you know, I go, okay, sounds good. <laughs> and- Made a certain amount of sense. And then, of course, you know, we, we uh, Nicole, you were asked to join and navigate the however many years that is between 94 and 20 and, <laughs> and, and you know, deal with all our, 20, our common language. And- I think it's 26 years. My goodness. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but you know, that, that was actually the inspiration, the idea that we've been at this for so long and we've been at this a lot of times on behalf of the music that Carl has made. And, uh, I believe in it and I'm never going to stop trying to promote it. And so we thought, or I thought, let's put a podcast out there and maybe the premise behind the podcast could be uh, if you listen to the podcast, you'll hear hear music that you might not have otherwise discovered. And that's how it's worked out. It's been a little bit difficult, quite frankly, uh, because of the licensing concerns that are yeah, trying exist. to do it for the right way it, in the industry. Correct. We're trying to do it correctly. And we're doing a direct license between the creators or they're called rights holders and, uh, the podcast so that, uh, Everybody is. Um, uh, everybody comes with a complete understanding of of what your um, consideration is when you're on the podcast, and um, 
it's worked out. I think it's it's been a quotes use case for something called podcastmusic.com, which is uh, really the first direct licensing proposition that's bulletproof for rights holders connecting with uh, podcasters. But the fact of the matter is that the inspiration has always been about music discovery. And I hope that we do 20 more episodes, you know? Well, and I will say, um, getting into it too, I was excited to kind of discover new music and be able to feature those artists. And I recently met with um, Gabrielle Grace, who we featured a couple times on the podcast this week in person, which was exciting. Um, and her the first things out of her mouth the second I sat down was, thank you guys so much for the opportunity to feature me on the podcast and to reach out and feature me again with my new single. And it was, it was just, it was one of those experiences. It was like, oh, well, you are so welcome. Like you, like by all means, keep on writing, keep on doing what you're doing. So I think even though it's been difficult to start out with the, the right artists and the artists who have the sound and understand it, they're so grateful for the opportunity. Um, and I'm excited to kind of have that impact on more artists throughout the next, you know, another 20, 30, 40, you know, hundred thousand episodes that we have. I want to, I want to create the new, um, I know I'm fixated with Laurel Canyon. <laughs> really? You don't say. I, I just want to go. I just want to create the, the Laurel Canyon again. I want it to be where, where, you know, where music was the, was the driving force behind what's going on in those days. What, what drove the industry were musicians and, and musicians even ran the industry, you know, people who, who like it wasn't lawyers yet. It wasn't just all you know business people and and or tech people. It was it was musicians, you know, and and that's why it was just so cool and so different. And plus, there was a community that I don't think the community is the same right now. I think they pretend to have it, but I don't think it's real. I, I think I think I, I think we're trying to create that type of community though. Yeah, so. I, I love we're, we're like people really like. It seems like back in you know I don't know. Back in the day. Oh, it seemed like back in the day, people wanted other people to be successful. And they, I don't know. It's, it seems to be different now. It seems to be too. I think we live in a greedier world now. I don't know. Well, I think, I think we also, are- well, I was going to say, I think we also live in a world where there's a lot of unfulfilled promises. So um, that's just the type of, not, not only is the community maybe not what you guys thought, but the promises of what potentially the careers could be um, are maybe a little bit unrealistic. And I, I think also, because, particularly now, because of the way we're all operating, um, you know, people are creating in more isolation. Now, of course, you have the ability to promote and market and do all these things on, on a national and international basis based on uh, digital. But the fact of the matter is that what you're describing is basically music that's coming out of particular scenes. And those scenes are made up of people supporting one another. Uh, not, not only the listeners or the people that would uh, engage with the music, but also scenes of the artists and bands. And I just recently, we talk all the time about uh, documentaries on this podcast and um just recently saw the uh, podcast, or excuse me, the documentary about uh, Cream Magazine from back right. in the day. And I mean, that that was, I mean, 
that thing was born of the idea that there was a scene Lester of Bangs, people right? that Detroit, were musicians. Right? Yep, Lester Bangs, right, Detroit. Um, uh, it was a scene of people that considered writing about music and this new kind of new thing called pop journalism or music journalism. It was about that was a scene in and of itself. And those folks that created that stuff, they considered themselves on par with or on the same level as the as the bands and the artists that were creating the music. So it was really kind of a cool team effort. And when you became part of one scene, you were promoted by the other. And, um, you know, I, I think you're right. I think maybe that doesn't exist so much anymore. Doesn't mean that it couldn't. But if you consider probably the biggest band to come along uh, since U2, which was a cultural phenomenon, uh, it would probably be Nirvana. Uh, and that most certainly came out of a scene. I, I often and say that, you know, that, was, were, that was it. Not, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe mm-hmm. I, but Nirvana to me was the last... That might have right. been the last you know, like, scene you know, that, that, thing. That was 20, 30 years ago. That was 91, 92. Mm-hmm. Here, you know, that's, that's 28 years ago. So, you know, what's happened in 28 years? You know, what scene or what, like, have we gotten too, just too much that we're too jaded that nothing, that cannot happen again? We're too hip now or something? I don't know. It's just, it's it's weird. I, I think that uh, over the course of a few more podcasts, we may start to delve into... Um, I'll tell you, uh, there's a genre of music that's out there, um, uh, Latin music, for example. Uh, I think it it's the, it feels the closest to this kind of scene phenomenon, um, and so maybe we'll unpack that in future episodes. I used to have a friend. I'll make the connection where I had this friend who used to love REM, right? When he when they were underground, they're really uh, one of those really culty bands or really like you know underground bands. As soon as they started getting big, she hated them because now they're big and now they're stars. Everybody likes them, and like she's one of those people. Then she went for her next underground band, you know. They and and I think is that it when people just get too big. Well, I think maybe when the scene when the scene gets too big, you know, when the circle of people like you know you saw that happen in the UK in the in the in the seventies and eighties, you know what. With the punk movement, uh, you know there were there was the uh, new romantic movement, new wave, all those movements. You know they basically started out as a bunch of people going to clubs and following bands. If you look at it, it's just all cycles because you know you look at like you know the sixties, the fifties are like ah, da, da, and everybody's all like you know Venus, and then so then like you know enough of that. So then like you know it, it just got intense. It got into the singer songwriters. The Dylan comes along right and makes it all like you know angsty and stuff. What is he talking about? Then it got then the sixties started getting complacent again, all rock, and then all of a sudden it changed again, and then then it got all into the hippie movement, the singer songwriters of the seventies get into more depth, Vietnam, all that stuff. Then it gets in the 70s, disco, yeah, yeah, woo. Everything's cutesy and, and fun again. And then, oh, no, can't have that. And it goes right into, like, you know, uh, that's when punk comes in and says, no, let's blow this up. And then punk does that for a while. Then you look at every every kind of phase, and then, like, grunge did it again. Then the 80s were, like, all, like, new wavy, and everything's poppy and, you know, whatever, and bananarama. And then, and then you get, like, you know, Nirvana comes in and says, no way. You know, we're going to blow this up and grunge and sound guard. 
guard and all that stuff, you know, and Stone Temple Pilots. And so like, and it just keeps on doing that. Like, I think that's where hip hop comes in. And that's where I think we're coming. We're in that phase again. I think we're coming out of the, uh, the, the kind of poppy or happy stuff and getting into more angsty, you know, tough attitude stuff. And, and you know what I'm saying? I think we're in a, another cycle. Well, long ago, I mean, essentially what happened was that people built scenes around or got interested in or promoted things they were presented, right? So that's not the way music works today. That's not the way it travels through the um, cosmos, if you will. I mean, we have on-demand listening now, so I can follow any genre I like, any artist I like. I can listen to anything. Anything is available at my fingertips so I don't spend that much time, you know, following or rather meeting people that are into the same thing I'm into. I mean, you see that out of the club scene and there's certainly club scenes around, or at least there were six months ago, uh, whether or not those are going to come back. Uh, and then there'll be a whole new group and a whole new sound. I think there are of, too many uh, choices. Yep. I mean, everybody gets to listen to exactly what they want to listen to. That's another reason that I think that we need to keep doing this podcast is because uh, there is a ton of stuff out there, right? So maybe we can be in a position where we're presenting some things that you might not otherwise hear somewhere. Well, here's a tune that you chose that we did a while back. So you want to talk about this one? Let's talk about Com's tune. These folks reached out. They're... Um, in the UK and they reached out, they heard the podcast and they thought, uh, Hey, you know, you can feature our stuff here. And, um, it was exciting for me. And I think exciting for you, you and uh, Nicole as well, because this was basically, uh, the purpose, you know, the purpose for doing this podcast on a regular basis is, Hey, let's turn some people on to some stuff we're hearing. And um, I think these guys come out of a burgeoning scene. Um, it's kind of throwback, kind of retro. I mean, they're, I think they're very into um, 90s sounds. And um, um, I just thought when we heard it, when I heard it for the first time, I thought, man, these guys are really on to something. The, the lead singer is just, um, I think I said it in the first podcast we featured them in. Uh, had he been doing this in a different time, in the original right. time, back in the 90s, uh, I think he's a real talent. I think he would have uh, exploded on that scene that was Listen. happening at that time. And uh, he, may, he may still explode. Sucker. Yeah, this is called, sucker. Uh, what, uh, Sucker? Slow down in the sound, what's your secret? Lost in a daydream, can't find meaning But I, find fortune favors us And that's why I, savor your poison But I don't even wanna fight I've been waiting for the longest night I want it back 
That's calm. Um, calm. A Still track love their name, though. I hate to say it. <laughs> um, the name's confusing. Yeah, it's. Uh, we've we've had some challenges on the old right. internet uh, when you Google calm. Yeah. No, the, the the reality is that uh, those guys I think are super talented and uh, really looking forward to hearing more uh, production from them. It's funny because their their sound is not calm, but the band is called calm. Yeah, that little guitar riff there is kind of agitated isn't it you've been pretty quiet nicole how come what are you doing i literally was just letting you guys talk back and forth (laughs) so easy on this podcast i come in for like five minutes say my two my sins and then let you and uh greg kind of just talk it out magic recipe no, I'm just I'm go I'm going back through kind of just some of the podcasts that we've done and like to me I know when it when it comes to being able to like pick your favorites and whatnot like that's easy but like we've really done a lot with the podcast like we featured some really great artists we've implemented some really fun segments we've we're at episode 20 I don't know it's a, it's a fun episode for me just because like back when all of this whole pandemic stuff started and this podcast idea was created, like who would have thought we actually would have gotten this far in, in the podcast world. Yeah, We so. started this within the pandemic. It started in May. So the pandemic was already. Well, and, but it's, it started in May, but the idea started in March. So we had two months worth of preparation. So like we were behind the scenes doing stuff and figuring out how we wanted it to flow and what type of show we wanted. And um, yeah. So, I mean, it, from May until now, twenty episodes in, I, I think it's we're doing fairly good. It's still kind of morphing. 
Yeah, I think the feedback that we've gotten thus far was uh, on point. I mean, I think I've heard from a lot of people that they love the idea that um, we just jump right into the music and they get to settle into what they're hearing. And um, so I think we should keep that. Um, I was thinking back this afternoon about what have been my favorite episodes. I, I, I think maybe overall my favorite episode, I don't know which number it is, but when we talked about Mother's Day and we talked about the in, the the influence that our mother's taste had on That's our funny you bring listening that up. habits. Today's right? my mother's birthday. Yeah, man, I saw that. I saw you posted that she, on. She social. would have been eighty nine. I'd say it's, it's funny about age. I, I know I don't want to cut you yeah, off, but I, so I, what? Um, <laughs> I know I'm such a rude. You do that you know, all I'm the time. I'm the New time York anyway. guy, so I got I got to be true to form. I watched this thing on TV the other day. I wasn't going to watch it, but I did watch it and. Uh, Talk about how old we are, how old I feel. The thing on John Lennon the day, because he would, would have been 80 last week. John Lennon would have been 80. You know, right? Just think of that. It just made me realize about age and life and what we're doing. And it's just, I don't know. I was, uh, wait, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was thinking yesterday about um, the company that I worked for all those years, um, performing rights organization. And um, I was, actually had a conversation with my wife yesterday about the idea we were talking about how things change and you know how we'll put so many you and your you and your wife still talk yes we still talk (laughs) believe it or not (laughs) when i'm not when i'm not asleep on the couch i'm sorry everybody i was making fun but just so you know greg and maude are my you know they're my heroes they're my romantic models man they're the only new anyone ever met my life seriously i've seen how you were the right for 30 something years yep, and like yep, she yep. actually still likes you i can see when you guys talk she actually yeah. you guys like each other she's, she's given it a second thought a time or two uh, re- but haven't we all it. though like <laughs> i don't know i don't know I, we we should uh, we should have our um, significant others on at some point that would be fun or do the question of the week to our significant others that would be an interesting uh, i tried to get my husband to do the question of the week and he's like terrified of saying the wrong thing because he's like this is your thing like uh, like you owe like this is something that like you guys do if i say the wrong thing i'm uh, like we'll just eviscerate you on a podcast it's fine well, don't worry about it he, he's obviously not a listener because an avid listener because we are not afraid of saying the wrong thing we've said about a thousand wrong I've things i've lived my here. whole life saying the wrong thing <laughs> anyway, what I was going to say was, uh, to your point about age, uh, I, I, I have to tell you, and I, this may sound ridiculous, but um, I was having a conversation with my wife yesterday, and we were talking about all the time spent in a particular career or all the time span, you know, in a, in a relationship or, you know, in, in a family uh, and you, before you know it, it gets to be 20, 30, 40 years, you know, as you get older. And I, I was talking particularly about the guy that actually was one of my mentors in the performing rights industry. His name was Jim Myers, and he was just this amazing guy. And he actually was one of the founding employees of the company that I worked for. And he had actually worked with the founder directly with the founder of the company. And this was back in the 1930s at CSAC. And so I worked with Jim Myers and, um, you know, having spent like, 
I think probably 27 years at that company, you know, I was always proceeding from the, um, from the, from the relationship that I had built with Jim Myers, who was one of the founding employees. And while he probably would not be recognized today, I remember that he was in his mid seventies teaching me and working the road with me and, 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 and mentoring me. So, and he always had a saying, and I, I, I totally have adopted this saying sounds a little strange, but he said, Greg, how old would you be if you didn't know how old you were? And I always remember him for that because Four, I, I'd be, I'd be 14. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the point, right? So I I have never I've never felt as if as I've gotten older I've never felt as if I am anywhere's near. Well, you well, you, well, you never I, you, you I, never do. I think that's the whole joke. You never mm, do. I don't mm. think anyone does. Like you know, you know, like. Um, so I don't identify with feeling old. I don't identify with being old. I don't. Um, I, I I think it's a form of ageism that we put on ourselves. Yeah, but sometimes you look in the mirror and you see it's there. You know, come on. Like it might be some kind of natural selection because I've noticed over the last few years, I I actually look in the mirror less and less. I don't know if I do that on purpose or if I do it subconsciously. But you know, it's typically your wife or your significant other that tells you you need to you know trim your ear hair or something like that yeah, i do that you know what's funny though too about talking about one thing i do know is like if, if you're over 35 do not take a selfie please you look because it's some of these selfies i i go and then i look in the mirror i see my face in the mirror i go that looks kind of good they don't take a selfie i'm going oh who's this this is what this is what that was look like so i won't do that one of my one of my absolute one of the funniest things that i think i've I've read on the internet is I love that little saying that people attach to their, uh, I think typically young people, but they attach it to their post as like thought I looked cute, might delete later. I, I find that so hilarious. So once every couple months, I will put a selfie up just for the, for the, um, opportunity to put on there for all my friends thought I looked cute, might delete <laughs> But you know I what? I, but I, I think that's the funniest I put, damn thing. I put one up every once in a while because I just because I really don't do many, much posting at all on Facebook. But I'll put up a picture every once in a while, and I'll do like a screenshot and just throw it up there. And what I love about it is like I I could I could I could like you know put the the meaning of life you know down there, and I'll get like I'll get like two likes you know like I, I can give like the winning lottery no one cares. I put up a yep. picture. Every, I get like every, you know, and they all, and they all, you know, I love too. They all go looking good, ha handsome <laughs> devil. <laughs> I guess it's all, it's all bullshit. Like, you know, I love it, and you know, I know it's bullshit because I'll see these same people, like you know, like someone will post a picture of their grandkids, and like it's this fatally snut-looking kid, right? And they'll go, and, and then everyone go gorgeous, adorable, adorable, adorable. you know, you know, gorgeous <laughs> little boy. <laughs> All right, Nicole, what uh, what um, track have we featured over the last 20 episodes that 
really struck you? So I really, so I enjoyed Calm, um, probably one of my, one of my favorites, but we ended up having an artist that we found maybe a month or so ago named John Worthy. And he had just come out with his latest single, Who I Am, which featured Kiki Holiday. And to me, it was just one of those songs where I was like, I can kind of listen to this over and over and over again, reading a book, taking a walk or whatnot. And it's just, it's kind of like this song that wraps you in a warm blanket. So that's kind of the favorite song that I was able to uh, discover because we were doing the podcast. So you want to play it? Yeah, let's play it. And it's Who I Am by John Worthy. (laughs) It's Who I Am by John Worthy. featuring Kiki Holiday. So we've done Fam- 20 episodes. Tell you famous sounding names already, you know, you know. I know. John Worthy, Kiki Holiday. Um, but we've done 20 episodes so far. And you I think probably one of my that, that was Charlie Dog, but this was John Worthy and Kiki Holiday. <laughs> 
sounds a lot better, I will say. <laughs> um, but I think the favorite thing that we've done so far um, since we've launched the podcast is we've implemented a question of the week where we get people who are listening to the podcast and people who are following us on social to answer questions that are pretty relevant within the music industry. Um, and we've gotten some really funny answers from them and we've gotten some pretty serious ones. And then we've gotten some duds, which we didn't feature, but that's okay. But I don't know, that's probably one of the fun things to like hear people's feedback along like the themes of what our episodes are. Yep. I, I, I've I really enjoyed that. And I, it's always great when you're trying to navigate all these, all these new apps and all this, all this, uh, all these services that are provided out there and all this cloud-based crap, right? It's always great when you run across something that works well uh, and is simple to use. The user experience is great. And so this speak pipe thing that we'll be sending you or you can link to from 9420.com, this thing works beautifully. And uh, I think the audio um, is pro and you essentially just speak into your phone and you Maybe we you should know, contact SpeakPipe and maybe they can sponsor our podcast. I believe that that's something that we probably ought to do first thing in the morning. Yeah, I, 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 just, think it, I just think it works well and I think it sounds good. And, you know, it's like when you're doing this and we, don't, we have no idea what we're doing on this podcast. But, you know, Carl, uh, because he has an affinity for production, you know, he puts it together. And I think it's been easy for him to incorporate those little recordings. Right. And, uh, I just think it's, I think it's a very useful tool. And I also like hearing people's voices other than ours. And well, and I think too, it sparks debate in us sometimes too, from what we've been talking about. So that's, that's the other thing is it's our three opinions on this podcast, but you insert someone else's opinion on here and it's a whole other conversation. I just thought of something that has nothing to do with anything. Um, I just thought of the thing. I just, I just thought of this. I, I forgot. I used to like it. That's part of the it's format called, too. Yeah. I thought, of, I thought of this a long time ago uh, as a question, right? If you submerge your hand in water, right? While it's in the water, is it wet? So is that our new question? That's my of the question. Week for this I've asked a lot of people and, and I, <laughs> and I, th I say it's not wet. I think your, your hand is only wet when you take it out of the water. When you're underwater, you're not wet. You're submerged in water, but you're not wet. I think wet has to, has, a, has to do with you being out of the water and the air. And the What do you think? Do you agree? Like to me, fish, well, fish I, are I mean, not I feel wet. Like, but I feel like everyone is wet, though, because even though they're surround, like submerged and surrounded by water, it's still touching no, you. But, but, so but technically you're, you're in, you are you're wet. Not, no, you're not wet. Your hair is flowing. Your hair doesn't stick to your face. It flows nice. Your clothes don't even stick to you. It's when you get out of the water, that's when you're wet. Well, you're in the water, you're not well, wet. I, I I can't believe I'm responding to this because this <laughs> is the most out there question and topic uh, yet on, on 20 episodes. But I will say this. I, strangely enough, um, uh, I have been delving a little bit into stoicism. There's a saying in Stoicism that the wet man does not fear the rain. So, strangely right. enough, uh, I think you've, you know, that, that may be another way to uh, talk That's about it, right? I, that, that was my thought. So, 
I, that's my deep thought of the day. Well, I think we've talked enough about wetness and next week we'll talk about dryness. We have, yeah. we have, we have right. saturated that topic, Carl. <laughs> um, so to everyone who is listening though, um, please keep listening, watching, subscribing, and sharing our Tell podcast. We really enjoy making it. Yeah, we, we want to be able to make this podcast enough for years with, to enough come. With politics. It's about the music. It's uh-huh. about the music. Don't worry if your hand is wet or not. Yes. It's about the music. Um, but for everyone who is listening, please go to our website for all of the show notes and past episodes that we've been referencing so far. All you have to do is go to www.9420.com. That is the numbers 94 and the letters T-W-E-N-T-Y.com. And while you're there, make sure you click on the question of the week to answer it, and we'll feature you, you know, guys in a upcoming why didn't episode. we spell out the word 90 and write the number 20? <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, on that note, we got to start a whole new podcast, people. We could have wrote out 94 <laughs> and then wrote the letter 20, number 20, so we could we can change it up. There you go. We got options. All right, everyone. Have a great Bye-bye. day. Bye-bye.